Oh my god, what's that face? Yeah, that, that face was like, oh, oh god. Girl, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> that is just my face. It's like you can either suck all the jelly back, let all the jelly hang. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Oh my god. Oh no. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do the intro. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome back to Don't Cast and Drive. Yet another episode with your girl Kylie, too smart. And you have your girl sometimes V. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's sometimes, most times, more enthusiastic than this. We are going entirely <laughs> unscripted. This is going to be a Kylie episode where, you know, we just uh, are going to shoot the shit. Things are down and out. It's raining outside. Is it raining on your end? Yeah, it's raining. You know, two weeks ago when we podcasted, it was raining again. Rain? Like, what? It's like, hello, spring. But it feels... April like, showers. It's April showers. <sighs> like, ah, uh, but it's cold. Am I just, am I just not like, I'm not acclimated anymore. Like Texas was always like, oh, it's spring. Like this is, it's going to warm up. And uh, no, I forgot how cold it is out here. I'm like under blankets and stuff. I was like, this is spring. (laughs) All the flowers are coming back. It's fucking cold. What are you talking about? Speaking of flowers, I got some succulents in the mail. We have a subscription now. Ooh, you get succulents mailed to you? Yes, they're so cute. Every month they send us um, two new little succulents and they come with a little card and everything that tell you about them and what they like. I'm like, oh, I feel like a real plant mom. Oh, it's like Tamagotchi succulents. Yes. No, more like Beanie Baby. Beanie Babies and succulents. Keep your succulent (laughs) alive. It does. It's like, here's their names. Here's their cute little nicknames. This is what they like. this is what you have to do to keep them thriving which i might bring them in off the patio so we'll we'll see i put them out there because they need a shitty plant mom that i have fake succulents oh (laughs) no i bought the fake ones from daiso because i wanted my room to look a little plant-like but also i didn't want to have to deal with the upkeep responsibility of a second my son is like hey um water it like (laughs) uh, maybe once a month so much upkeep no i i i mean you're probably better at the upkeep than i am but i'm very shitty with upkeep i mean julian's still alive so yeah Yeah. oh oh no (laughs) yes yes Um, yeah those other things how many do you get a month uh so we get two two come in a little box two a month and they're adorable they're adorable. Yay. Yeah, like colorful. I wasn't expecting them to be like so pretty. You know, I think succulents and I'm just like, like the one you showed me, it was pretty like typical, but mine is like they, they color and I didn't know that they flowered really, which I guess I should have like, yeah, they're a plant, they flower. But I guess there's, we should be expecting little yellow flowers soon. So I'm like, oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Little uh, succulent babies. No, that's awesome. I, I really want to, I want succulent farm, but at the same time, I can't. So, more power to you, kind of that you're getting these. Yeah. Well, look, now that we're like indoors, I've been on this whole little kick of like trying to transform my patio. Um, I want to get like a little herbal garden going and, uh, you know, like just maybe grow a, a, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. 
Yeah. And I just noticed, like, especially when you go online and you look at all these videos, like, especially, like, in Italy, because they're all closer together, but they're, like, all musical and, like, chatting with their neighbors. And I just realized, like, I don't know any of my neighbors. I know, like, one neighbor. And it's literally, like, we just say hi. I don't <laughs> know. Like, I don't even think I know their names, really. I'm sure I was introduced, like, the first few days but our patio is a hot mess like nobody wants to talk to us we don't talk to anybody but i've noticed now like people are starting to say hello more people are really just missing that contact so i was like you know maybe if we pretty up the patio it'll make other people feel happy too yeah that's well i think that's always a good thing like if you show that you have some care in your patio with plants plants always make me smile so yeah like I'd people are decorating Huh? their patios people are have been decorating their patios out here why need holidays like, to decorate when you could just do it year-round right <laughs> they're busting out their christmas lights that they just put away <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> christmas lights are now down guys yes. <laughs> it's april <laughs> all, year, all year long oh baby so excited now, speaking of my black ass christmas tree <laughs> <laughs> there's a neighborhood in east san jose where the, these people have their yard decked out in like Christmas and Christian story themed. So you see like Mother Mary like over the manger and there's baby Jesus at the foot of her and it, it's just like a lot and there's so many lights. So one day I drove by there. I'm like, oh, that's, they're really, obviously they're Christian or super Catholic. Like this is really decked out. And then my friend Gabby goes, she says, no, this is year round. I'm like, shut up. And she goes, no, it's year round. Like they don't take it down. I'm like, okay. So then she's like, nah, low key, they're Satanists and they're just <laughs> doing what they want to do. And they're like, you know what? We're just going to keep these lights up all year so then round. We drive by there in the middle of February before, you know, our shelter in place was, was uh, ordered. And I saw that they still had it up. I'm like, oh no, it's real. Why, why do they have so many lights on at nighttime? What is your electric bill? Do you have solar? <laughs> like, oh, right. I've been thinking about that. I was like, hmm. I'm like, but I wonder. If you have a house and you're in the Bay Area and you ha- don't have solar panels, shame on you. <laughs> shame. For shame. You're saving so much money on PG&E, but if you're like if you're using up all your electricity and you have no solar panels like get it together like just do yourself a solid i i have a friend who got solar panels on their house um, mm-hmm. my, very few friends that have a house like that own a house and <laughs> he got solar panels and then he was publishing his pg&e bill on facebook telling us that this is the new <laughs> like this Dang. is like I'm only paying a penny a month to the PG&E because fuck them. I'm like, oh my god, sad, <laughs> so sad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, I wonder how people's bills are being uh, affected now that we're all indoors. Oh, we're all sure. running all of our stuff twenty four seven. Oh, I know. People I don't know about you, but like my whole like schedule's gone out the door. Like I going to bed three in the morning, waking up whenever. Like, oh yeah, <sighs> the show. Like just letting you guys know, we usually record in the morning time in the weekend. Yeah, it's it's three thirty. It, it's it. <laughs> we we're not being very productive with our punctuality. Um, so productive. Yeah, I 
wanted yeah i hope the the utilities don't go up for our rent but yeah like i know that i've been playing video games a lot um, my upstairs roommate has been playing video games a lot um we're all using our own home utilities to work from home so we'll Ooh, what are you what are you playing oh i'm still playing kakarot <laughs> i'm still playing kingdom hearts i just got out of the goddamn under the sea ursula whooped my ass a lot i was sad it was hard but also that fight was just kind of dumb because you see big ass ursula like and then you have to back all the way far away to fight right her. And then you have to get really close up to her face to hit her, but then she blows you away or she tries to suck you into her mouth. It's it's a lot during that battle. <laughs> and then you real like sexual. Yeah, you feel like you're going so slow. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. It was real <laughs> and bad. And then I was like, oh, I need to avoid the flames. And then it was like, oh, I can't like do any damage from here. And then I was like, well, I could try to get behind her, but then she just keeps turning with me. And I'm like, bitch, if you don't just let me. Let, Let me hit you. The back of your like neck fat, so I can defeat you, please. Just rude. <laughs> Ursula was not my favorite villain to fight in Kingdom Hearts. I remember that. I think I really enjoyed. Um, Jafar was really annoying to fight in Kingdom Hearts, um, but I did like. I think I liked fighting Hades. Ooh, have you fought Hades yet? No, I don't think. Wait, um, no, yes. Well, in the Coliseum, but I, are those really like boss fights? Because I feel like so far it's been mostly like training. No, no, no. There's training and then there's actual Hades that you fight against. But yeah, I, I, I don't think I've fought Hades yet, actually. I might be blending two games into one because I get Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 mixed up sometimes. Just, just boss battle wise. <laughs> boss, boss battle wise. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just glad to be out of out of the water. I just don't like the swimming and then all oh, the yeah. different the, games. The dolphin swim where you like you swim and double swim and, yes, swim and double swim. Stop <laughs> it! Just stab it! I don't need that in my life. Yeah, I mean it was fun to have a fin. Uh-oh. Boo! Am I still oh, here? We- by the way, can you still hear me? I can hear you. You froze a little bit, but you froze in a cute face, so that's cool. <laughs> um, Unlike yeah. me, I never freeze in the cute face. I freeze in, like, the double chin to my nose face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I am actually right now playing Kakarot, and I'm at the part where it's the Android saga slash beginning of the Cell saga. Um, it's getting to the, my favorite part of the series where like it turns more into a scary movie because you have this like nasty bioweapon like trying to suck you up for energy um, and so that's really fun um, right now Cell is still form one like he hasn't sucked up any of the androids yet um, <laughs> I they did show one of my new favorite characters Android 21 who is just like a robot scientist so I'm hoping she actually goes into her Majin Buu form later in the game, which is not part of the main story, but hopefully that happens. Ew. 
Yeah, she's hot as fuck. She's she has like the the anime trope where she has big hair, glasses, wears a lab coat. Like she's a washu. She's another washu from like Tenchi Mm Muyo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not that part right now. But the gameplay is so good. (laughs) But my only my only uh my only uh qualms with the game is that is that I there's a lot of grinding if you wanna if you don't want to sit all day and work on like one boss and get defeated and you're like, okay, fuck, I have to grind. So there's a lot of grinding. Um, and also you're always broke in the game. Like you never have money. (laughs) Um, I'm going through that right now. I started playing SimCity, like build it. (sighs) And it's like, you never catch up. I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely engineered to get people to spend money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, luckily enough, I, I mean, the game isn't, like, advertising any, like, oh, if you, if you buy this, like, package, you're gonna get, like, 30,000 zenny. Like, it's not, nothing like that. Like, <laughs> I, can, I can collect as much fruit and apples and, like, agriculture as I want, and I can sell it, so I can at least get the money there, so that way I can buy, like, potions or, like, anything like that. And I was just granted to get, um, sensu beans, which took Ooh, sensu beans! Yeah. Yeah, sensu bean, but corn's really stingy with them. Like, you have to wait until, like, he tells you in the game that he's ready to give you a singular sensu bean. Wow, that's so. um, some real consent talk. Yeah. I'm ready for that bean. You may now flick me the bean. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh so if you're, you're Speaking not... Of sex things, do uh, you want to talk about our sexual check-in? <laughs> Ooh, yes. Um, so I've been listening to... Horrible Decisions podcast, which um, they're based out of New York, and they're wonderful. Two women who like used to work in the corporate world and like started a podcast together about sex and their escapades, and then they just kind of delve deeper into like different types of kinks, um, their own experiences. They invite sex workers to come on and speak. All kinds of people come on and like the last thing they were talking about was just like um different like stereotypes in porn that like black people aren't really into which i think is funny to like divide things like that Mm -hmm. basically saying you know um there are different branches of porn that are like more socially acceptable to um white communities than they are black Mm -hmm. and uh, one of them <laughs> was like uh, being hairy. Mm-hmm. It was like hairy legs, armpit hair, like having a full bush. And I was just wondering about that. I was like, uh, was that ever something, like not even on a um, sexual level, but was like body hair something that was like talked about in your household? Was like shaving just like a, a thing? I don't know. For me, I think I grew up a little more granola. So it was like shaving body hair was never like a big thing yeah for me um I didn't care or mind body hair um I knew that I had more hair than like my brother and sisters because they were full black (laughs) (laughs) and I'm the one with the white daddy so uh I my mom would make fun of me a lot because like I would just have a lot of hair on my head I had a unibrow but not like a full-fledged like Frida Kahlo unibrow (laughs) fuzz in the middle there um and then I had hair on my like a little bit of hair on my arms and I I had hair on my legs but I didn't really think much about it um it was only until like my cousin 
one of my cousins when we went out to like the beach I raised up my armpits because like I was I think I was like nine and she goes ew <laughs> which is so crazy I'm like nine years old and you're already like judging but this is one of my white cousins but <laughs> <laughs> she's like I'm like what she's like you don't shave your armpits <laughs> Like, no like i'm fucking nine <laughs> like i don't think about these things and she goes you've never heard of shaving your armpits i'm like no and so no. and then i talked to my mom about it i'm like do people shave their armpits and she goes and i think my mom or it was my uncle who kind of like said like yeah and then i don't think i officially started shaving anything until middle school Cause yeah, same. I think that's really when, because it was everyone around me was shaving. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, do I shave or do I not shave? Uh, so I just, no. <laughs> I was, no, no. I'm like, nah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. And then I was also told to never shave anything on my face because it would grow back thicker. Um, so right. there was always, it was always just, you can shave your armpits, you can shave your legs, but don't shave your arms, don't shave, it's like, don't shave your arms, don't shave your, um, your face, because anything you do there, it's going to just grow back thicker, and I'm like, okay, but I had, like, a little bit of, like, little bit of hair on my lip, but it wasn't, like, a full-fledged caterpillar, it was, like, small, <laughs> very, like, not noticeable, unless someone's really looking up on your face, being like, ew, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a me, a mustachio. Oh! <laughs> but no, um, as we're, to answer your question, I mean, it wasn't really brought up until someone started to call me ugly about it or, like, in- insinuated that... If you Make you feel work, weird about about it? Yeah. I was already having what about now? Like, this is in general, so, like, this was, like, <laughs> one extra thing to make me feel self-conscious about. <laughs> Thanks. No, uh, like, I also, like... Um, the whole like full bush thing I never really uh even talked about that until I was like in my late 20s when like all my friends around me were like oh no like you don't you don't wax and I was like no <laughs> it's like no I went with my friend to get hers done for the very first time and then afterwards like I don't know it just looked painful <laughs> oh yeah no same I I think for me I didn't really touch anything down there until I was much, much older and much more comfortable with myself. Down there. Yeah. But, because, like, also, I just didn't care. (laughs) I I really didn't care what it looked like down there because I was just straight up, like, I don't, first of all, this is number one. I wasn't in any relationship, so if anybody was really trying to get it, it's like, deal with it, or you can get the fuck out of my life. Like, Like, especially when I was, like, single and not really taking anyone serious. It was, like, if they really had what we were doing and say, like, okay, well, if this is a problem, you can go home. (laughs) And then, you know what the side of, you know what the consequence of that is? If you go home, I'm going to text my girls right up saying, like, this person's a fuck ass. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it was very, very... I don't think, I think I only had one time where someone had an issue with it and, and that was it. It was only the one time, but 
again, like, I really started not to really do anything with it until, like, I was much older and much more comfortable. Like, and so anyway, what are you doing? Sorry, she's, we're on Zoom and she's, like, moving around and I just... No, I had to bring Julian his glasses so he could see. He them himself. <laughs> right? So I brought both of them, like, but anyway, yeah. yeah, I I don't know. Like people who get all fucked up over just body hair in general just need to get over it. Get over it. No, yeah. So I um spent some like, entertaining hours just looking at funny porn about long hairs and full bushes, which I enjoyed. Most of them were pretty comical. <laughs> Especially when you start getting to be like extra long armpit hair, and I was like, "This is great." Yeah, I mean, anyway. I'm really into the extra long armpit hair to BH. But, <laughs> but if I mean, if I see someone doing the thing where they're dyeing their armpit hair and they're braiding it into box braids, I might have to say a few things. So amused. I, I just think it's so funny. I wish I like. Uh, yeah, my armpit hair is not. Like, I'm not typically that hairy either, so it was, like, just, it wasn't something that I thought about, but I was, like, if I had real, like, bushy armpit hair, I probably would dye it and bedazzle it and make it a whole thing. I would. Yeah, I'd I have fun with it. people dye it and match it with the hair on their head. Like, I've seen girls with blue hair do blue armpit hair. I've seen girls with Wait, red so, hair and red armpit hair. I just don't know. There's, like, a different thing where, like, the carpets match the drapes. This would be what... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yeah, yeah that's so, what happens when you ask me to bring up topics <laughs> <laughs> obviously we're so we're, we're planet we're planners right now <laughs> we're planned this is organized yeah so um i kind of wanted to kind of talk about a couple of like covid thingies right now sure um uh, so apparently Remember when we first talked and we were like, just wash your damn hands? Mm-hmm. How did a slogan from wash your damn hands transform into like, hey, you're now unemployed? <laughs> right? It was like, oh, yeah, no, we'll be fine. Like, just wash your hands, sanitize everything. Uh, I've been coming across like some really great conspiracy theories. Um about like fear mongering and preparedness how numbers aren't really matching like when you're talking about you know why is uh covid hitting america so much differently than it is in other places and i think it's really like looking at how governments have reacted Mm -hmm. and like why was our so slow like why we just looking at how things have progressed. Of course, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, so you can always afford to be, you know, a little more uh, judgmental on, like, what we could have done, what we should have done. Yeah. So, so it's all, like, I've been seeing just a lot of things about that. Yeah. Um, just for, just for, basically, God. Uh, so, are, are, the United States has hit its highest unemployment rate ever. Hey, hey, hey. Ever. Like, it looks like that I'm just kind of, like, looking up 
looking up what, where we're kind of standing right now is it turns out that like when we were comparing 2020s we're like yeah you know it'd be like 1920s like yeah 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 here we are <laughs> here, here we are remember when that was like a funny thing and now it's not so funny <laughs> now it's not as funny yeah um but it's it's really crazy like everyone like on my facebook right now is like like every like i feel like three out of five people are like unemployed oh yeah i have a lot of friends who uh are were performers you know musicians and artists um that like now cannot go to work uh, a bunch of my friends working at grocery stores that are now like having to cut hours restaurants seven hundred like, in the service industry about 701 job 701 jobs were lost because of the coronavirus this and then with the how our healthcare is set up is like, uh, yeah, it's, it's not so great. Yeah, and whatever these fucking percentages mean, but everyone keeps talking about like, oh, the employment rate is now three point six percent, three point five percent, four point four percent. Like uh, right now, it, it's it's four point four percent for for the United States. Uh, so it's really 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 sad but what's really nice is um i've noticed that the unemployment office or the unemployment program here in our country has been really hustling hard to get people covered um for example my roommate is covered now um like he's he gets he's getting uh money basically by on a weekly basis to spend Mm -hmm. so then that way he's not getting too screwed up screwed over um, but all in all, we can do better. Um, because when you're on unemployment, you only get like a, such a, a, a lousy percentage in comparison to what you were making before. And because of that percentage, it still doesn't cover what your what the livelihood that you had before, right? Like what if like each paycheck literally covered everything that you did, like driving and your bills and your food and and, um, you know, getting, like, your essential things for yourself, like deodorant and soap and, you know, God forbid I say this, toilet paper. <laughs> Thou shalt not have toilet paper. But, yeah, it's still not enough. But, look, but there are some nonprofits out there that are really trying to, like, give, like, another relief stipend so that way there's a little bit more extra income. But the, it, there's so much competition behind that that, I feel like that our country needs to do better with making sure that that not only that people who are losing their jobs like this like have some steady means but there needs to be a rent freeze there needs to be um like a a, a deferment in all of our bills like they need to somehow yeah, i was just thinking about the fact that so now all these people are having to stay indoors they're still paying car insurance they're still paying you know like all these other things that are like okay but this is now like a non-issue yeah some of us are still paying student loans like i know the student loan office is like for qualified those who are qualified who are paying like a qualified uh number or amount of their student loans they'll Mm -hmm. be deferred but what does qualified mean like i know a lot of people who are paying their loans are already on a weird installment plan that that they're paying less 
than what they're supposed to be paying per month. So a lot of these things don't really make sense. And I wish there was a better way for this to happen. But at the same time, like we were always told as a nation that we ain't shit. And I mean, look at our fucking president. Yeah. Um, But as for countries who have a death toll, yeah, um, we have right now about almost 10,000 deaths reported and over 300,000 cases um, that are active right now. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I want to apologize to those who are probably friends with me, but like, I took this whole thing, like, like, Oh, there's a virus. Just wash your hands. Just, I mean, I think we, we all did though, because think about how things were being released. Like even in the media, it was just like, Oh, you know, here's another flu, you know, just keep washing your hands. Uh, this, that, and the other. Get your flu shot. Yeah, it wasn't presented, you know, really as something that was going to be more serious and they weren't projecting numbers and people hadn't started dying yet, really. But yeah, it was like one of those things where like they talked about the wet market in China and how it came from the wet market in China. We were like some of us who were like, haha, oh, China, like wet market, you guys should have known better. And it's like, okay, this is too bad that this thing happened, right? But obviously, I'm not turning around being like, it's all the Chinese fault. Like, I'm not saying that at all. Um, oh, no. My, my brother's like, nah, this is like the U.S. is handling things differently and having it hit differently because he thinks it's a conspiracy to uh, take out pretty much all the older people so they don't have to pay Social Security anymore. I was like, damn, bro, like, that's dark. He was like, hey, but look at who it's really affecting. He's like, mm. Yeah, no, exactly. I've been hearing all kinds of different uh, theories on, like, even currency changes, how our market has to change, and you can't really change a market while it's, or a system while it's moving. So if you have something that's, like, worldwide where it stops, then you can actually work and redo things. And I was like, man, I'm getting bogged down in so many theories. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dark. My favorite one is that the coronavirus is caused by 5G. <laughs> yes. Oh my, I've been seeing those where it was like, oh, if you stand next to 5G towers, it's like burning you on a cellular level. And I was like, what? 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 <laughs> the 5G conspiracies crack me up because usually those who are reporting that conspiracy is people who don't know how to use their phones. And I'm just like, oh man, this is the same. This is the same population where i have to tell them to like hey you you don't know the password to your facebook hit forget password wait for the email for you to reset your password go to that email click the link reset your password forget about your old password because that's no longer your password anymore i need my old password yeah if you want to take it a step further for your security sake (laughs) don't save the password in your browser history just don't do it but a lot of people do. So anyway, like that's my favorite conspiracy is the five G one. It's like five G is ruining everything. I'm like Jesus Christ. Like again, <laughs> yes, again. Um, but yeah, like coronavirus is caused by five G. But I'm just saying, like, 
I, I want to apologize because I didn't take this seriously at first. I was just like, oh, this is a virus. Okay, this is another thing of people getting sick. Like, this is the same thing like swine flu. This is the same thing like bird flu. Um, this was, I think, what, what was it? Was it H1N1 that was going around that was really popular? Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, well, obviously, if people are not vaccinating themselves, they're they were screwed. Um, that's just a, and no, if ands or buts, like if you're, you're a sole believer in not vaccinating yourself, like you should probably change your belief system because obviously this is not going to save you. <laughs> Bro, I've been seeing so many memes all oh, about the non-vaxxers and I like, oh God. Yeah. But also like those who are older and compromised, like I do feel for them. Like anybody oh, yeah. who has lupus or anybody who has like, um, uh, any like, you know, diabetes or anything that they can't help. Like, like if they already have cancer, like those are people I'm legit worried about. Like that's simple. Like but we're yeah. always worried about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, no, if the answer bust, we're always worried about them. But like, I, at first, and again, like I just didn't think of it as such a serious thing. And now I'm sitting here like, it's so serious that people are losing their jobs. I'm seeing people suffer. I'm seeing people report deaths left and right. Like, it's really sad. I, I don't sound sad, but I'm really fucking sad about this. Like, it's it's really devastating how much impact it's had on our society. Like, what, resting bitch voice? I'm really sad, I swear. I swear I'm sad, yes. So sad. But yeah, I just... I just wish that for the sake of our our society, like, there should be better leadership behind this. But obviously, like, if you've been hearing things that Trump has been saying for the past, like, couple of weeks, I've just put, like, I just mute him. Like, I just can't listen to anything that he says because he's just a fucking moron. Anybody who believes in him is still a moron. And anybody who doesn't see how many people are losing their jobs and still vouch for this man, like... I don't know how to say in good faith that like, wow, I really side with your opinion. I can't see it. (laughs) Yeah. No. Let me talk to you about Donald Trump. Okay. Well, I'm a person who believes in Bernie. You're a person who believes in Trump. Let me try to understand from your side. I am lacking that. I'm lacking that compassion. Well, you know, and for me, and it's, it's not even like a partisanship thing. Some people will just be like, yeah, I'm Republican, my family's Republican, so we vote for whoever that person is. Or I'm Democratic, so I'm going to vote Democratic. For me, it's always been about the individual, which in this country is is kind of hard to do because you got to follow the money and everything. But uh, I really, like, you just have to look at what this person is presenting yeah. and how their actions are following that. And it was like, you cannot tell me really that the behaviors that you see in this man are behaviors that you would want to represent you, you know, like your whole country. I wouldn't send Donald Trump to represent me to like a fucking school fair. Like I just wouldn't like, that's not the person that I would want people to look at and judge me based on and to have that as like the face of our whole country is just so sad. (laughs) So sad. Yeah. It's, we look like idiots. Like, we just look like fucking morons. Uh, so. Anyway, on the ha- happier topics. Lord, I am really proud um, of all these people who are coming out to support their communities. I keep seeing online every day um, people offering, like, food, offering services. I see my friends who can sell, like, grandparents who can't go outside Mm 
um, sewing and showing like the, these kids how to like freaking make their own masks or who are making them and donating them to like their neighbors or whoever's around. I have a sewing machine, but Lord knows I don't really know how to use it. So yeah. that's, that's going to be one of my goals now is to, um, to figure out how to make some things. Oh, but I, sorry, go on. No, I was just like, I just been really touched. Um, just, you know, to see that there are a lot of positive things that are coming out from this as well. Yeah. Um, one lady I actually do want to shout out, uh, her name is Shirley Rains. Um, she runs, um, a nonprofit organization called beauty to the streets, um, over in the SoCal region. And so what her mission is that she would typically have her and other beauty, um, beauty, um, God, what is that word I'm looking for? Hairdressers and, um, and the, and her and a team of other hairdressers come out and work with the homeless population and like give them new hairdos, give them haircuts, give them like, give them like a, you know, wash and go, or just like, you know, really take care of them. So that way they feel a little bit more presentable. Um, whether if they're trying to more human, more seen, more cared. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she, since, since the COVID has hit, she's been really unable to like actually do what she's supposed to, which is do everybody's hair. Right but she's still finding ways to give back to her homeless community. So that way she can um, still provide for them. So there was a video a while back ago where she was in her car and she had like a whole package of like hygiene. hygiene. Oh, I saw that. She was like, don't reach in. I'll reach out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I saw that. So she's giving out food and hygiene products and making sure that people are like, you know, feeling a little bit more prepared. Uh, but she's like, you know, really doing her best out there to make sure that her, her homeless community is still thriving a little bit. So um, shout outs to her. Um, again, her uh, whole nonprofit is called Beauty to the Streets. It is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that does makeup, showers, hair color, and uh, haircuts for homeless, mostly homeless women, but I'm sure she's had homeless men as her clients as well. So. Um, but yeah, like, it, you know, people are doing things like that to just keep their, you know, keep their communities still, like, supported what, and making sure that, uh, you know, that everyone still feels a sense of, like, community and a sense of, collab- like, collaboration to make sure that we're all still taking care of each other. So yeah. that's something that I really like from, from what I've noticed so far. Drink that water, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Stay hydrated stay hydrated drink your water uh but yeah um but no i have noticed that there has been a couple of like relief programs in the area that i know they do that they don't want to be named uh just for the sake of that they're only really trying to provide for just their community um but there have been like relief packages to provide like at least up to like two grand per household or some some programs are releasing like four grand per household especially in the bay area i did notice that um bank of america has tried to do deferments on um any like credit card or auto auto loans for anybody Mm -hmm. who's still having a hard time um and also a lot of restaurants have or doordash has partnered up with a lot of restaurants to do free delivery yes i've seen that because like i said we've been eating out 
sort of. <laughs> We've been delivering in, ordering a lot of takeout <sighs> for little sundries. Yeah. And then also, I want to remind people when they're going out to grocery shop, I wrote like a whole thing on Facebook about this. I hate, first of all, I don't like grocery shopping in general. <laughs> Because I just don't like trying to find food in front of a bunch of other people. Um, because, like, someone's always in my way or someone's being lackadaisical. Like, but I... She's like, yeah, people. I had a weird experience at a grocery store where a woman told me to not load my groceries until, like, one, the patron in front of me was done. Which is fine. Yeah. But yeah. the person behind me was doing the same exact thing. And she didn't say shit to this person. But this also reminds me of... I mean, I, I didn't like give her any tongue or, or like, I didn't like, or not tongue, sorry. I didn't give her any lip about it. Uh, <laughs> and I just like, you know, moved on from it. But I, and I'm not, it's not that I'm like, oh, I'm proud of myself for not doing that. It's not even that. It's just like everybody was already so stressed out that I didn't want to add to the fire. Um, but I want to remind people who are also in the area, go support your local markets that are owned by like mom and pops or like owned by like people who are not hosting a franchise. So for example, Safeway, we all don't have to go to Safeway. There was a market I went to right next door to Safeway in San Jose that had plenty of beans and plenty of rice and plenty of like food. And it was all good for you. They still, they also had um, like kind of like a reminded me of like their version of like kind of like a taqueria. um, And they were like, oh yeah, all of our food is super fresh. We get this every day. Like we're just like a mom and pop market. We just opened, like, please help us out and blah, blah, blah. And I want to shout out to Medina market over off of Random street because they had all their stuff stocked. And I want to encourage more people to go to these, like to these like little mom and pop like stores and grocery stores. So that would be your business. Cause they really need it. Yeah, because they need your business, but also, like, stop fighting in lines at Safeway and stop fighting over at Walmart. Like, I know that's the most, like, well-promoted, like, establishments, but don't be lazy and do your research. Like, go to the corner liquor store to get, like, you know, maybe, like, your snacks. Like, that's fine. Go go to another place to get, like, your household, like, your normal household cleaning like cleaning items that are that is just not the main places so that way we're not overburdened with the amount of people that go into these places getting other people sick and also causing all this inflammatory mess like I just wish I, I was even telling like cash I was saying like hey I, I don't want to go get food at Chipotle anymore that's not something yeah I'm, I don't like going out to eat the places that are franchised like I don't want to because I noticed that those are workers who have zero passion about the food there itself and they're really trying to get their check. So to some extent, yes, like we don't want to cut any more jobs. So it might be beneficial to go to those places, but there's other options instead of just getting your Chipotle bowl or getting your Starbucks, like go to other spots. There's plenty of stores, especially in San Jose. You want dinner? Go to Happy Hooligan. If you you want lunch go to big e like just find other places that are not that are just not your normal spots and also call ahead just for our sake just call ahead so you know that they're open yeah you're people have the time to like sit around in their houses now like just don't now now's the time to actually call up and do your research which is strange do you feel like you have more time now that you're at home 
all the time. It's weird because I feel like uh, in some ways, almost like I have less free time. Like I am working from home. Like I'm blessed enough to be able to do that. But it does feel like I'm less motivated to wake up early. Like I was saying before, like I'm staying up later. So I was like, I'll wake up later. And then... Are you there? I think you muted yourself. Kylie, you muted yourself. Sorry. Okay. I'm back. Okay. What were you saying? Can you hear me? Turn it up. Turn it up. No, my mom was calling me and I thought I declined it, but it was like still ringing. <laughs> um, no, yeah, my uh, my brother's been going live uh, on Sundays. No, for... talk, talk about like going out to eat. Oh, sorry. Okay, no. So for going out to eat, yes. Where was I? Markets. There's a market that I go to that's like right down the street, and it's nice because you can just walk there and walk back and get like little things. And that keeps me from like staying indoors 24 Mm seven. But like for lunch breaks, I feel like you don't even really like portion your day out the same. So I feel like I'm waking up, going to work, even though I'm at home and like maybe spending a little more time, like going to get snacks in the kitchen or spending a little more time, like brushing my teeth or, you know, just hanging out. Like at the end of the day, it feels almost like I have less time because I get off and I'm already at home. So there's no like transition. It's just weird. I feel like maybe being, I'm being less productive now that I'm here, which like, that's just like a personal thing I got to work on. Yeah. I think we're talking from our perspectives though. Like I don't have as much time as I do. For example, like I'm using him as an example, but my roommate's bored as fuck. (laughs) He does have a job. He's bored as fuck, but like, he'll do, like, if you ask him to do things, like I say, like, Hey, can you help me out with this? He's like, I'm on it. And he'll go and do it. Yes. (laughs) So, and I'm not taking any advantage on him, but like, he'll say like, I'm bored. I need to do shit. Like I need to do something. I need to do something. And it's like, okay, I got you. You need to do something. So if there's, if there's people like him, I'm sure there's other people around who still needs to be organized. (laughs) I know there's people like there's other people like him who are probably like bored on their asses. So that's why I'm saying like, do your research before you go out to places and also find places that may need their local support, you know, like Chipotle won't need your local support, but you know what will need your local support? That mom and pop short, that mom and pop store down the street, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. We want to talk on some uh did you watch Beastars? <gasps> I did. You watched I did. It. After our last talk and you were like, um, I saw that one meme where it was basically porn and I was just like, oh god, do I want to continue watching? And then I did. Okay, did you watch the whole thing? I did. Okay, I also it watched the whole thing. Did. <laughs> <laughs> um there were definitely some scenes that made me question whether or not I should continue watching. What, yeah. what was your take? Now that you watched the whole thing, because I remember when I was first talking about it, you were like, that shit is... It's fucking... Some hentai shit. (laughs) That's some furry shit. I'm not watching it. Taking the animals away. Yes. Focusing on the character dynamics. Yes. Um, It's... 
it's a whole toxic experience of high school where oh, cool. where it's like school, i would say it reminds that. me of kakegurui like have you seen that show kakegurui i have not i have uh seen it though like um previews and things so is about um a high school it's like a private high school where all these kids their parents are fucking loaded like loaded loaded and the kids have nothing better to do than to gamble their parents money and they gamble their parents money for status within the school so it's a bunch of punk ass kids who are fucking so comfortable with their lives that what else they do that they get into these weird kinks, but also into these weird habits that deal with gambling money and gambling games because they're bored. Um, and so it's really toxic. There's a lot of like lewd, lewdy overtones to it. And there's also a lot of like, there's like, for example, one girl, her, her gamble game was uh, Russian roulette. And she was playing Russian roulette with herself in the bathroom. And she was masturbating to the fact that she shot herself, but she did, but there was no bullet. And she like, like she basically like orgasmed because almost because she was in, in the face of death. Um, But that's how fucking freaky this show is. Now going back to this B star show, like no one did that, but there is a sense of weird classism where like, obviously there's a hierarchy of people who have more status than the other, which is represented through the animals. Oh, definitely. Um, but everybody is so shallow and everybody is so toxic that there's a lot of toxic dynamics between people, especially from the little bunny rabbit, the dwarf rabbit girl, Haru. Oh, God. And then Haru. Oh, Haru is so problematic in so many different ways. Yeah. And also uh, Louie. Louie is also very toxic, even though he's supposed to be perceived as a leader. Um, but everybody is so weird where it's like, there's everybody's weird there's i don't think there's any single oh maybe um oh boy's dog friend like they have the healthiest relationship in the show but all the other like interactions they're all fucking bizarre and strange which i think is a real nice reflection on human beings and how we interact with one another sometimes a lot of sense of entitlement behind like who you who you are as a species and like expect there's entitlement and expectation that the show really challenges that you're not allowed to go beyond that. But obviously the character that's really trying to go beyond that is the wolf character. Yes. Um, the bad wolf. Yeah. Like everyone expects him to be this like nasty, like carnivore, like attacks everybody and goes with his instincts, but he doesn't want to be anything like that. But everyone challenges him. Like it goes from his classmates to that Haru girl to Rui or to Louie. And so it's, it's like, it's a weird sense of like, we expect you to be like this, but he's like, I'm trying to fight to the conformity, but everyone is so toxic about it, you know? Yeah. Sorry. What was your take on the show? What was your feeling? <laughs> no, I just thought um, they like, Oh, so many levels of complexity um within interactions just between like men and women interactions between this like herbivore predator you know dynamic that they have going on the whole um like 
if you have strength, you have to hide it Mm -hmm. to blend in. Or if you're weak, you have to act this way to not seem weak. Mm -hmm. And then I think my, honestly, my favorite part of the show is the relationship between Wolf Boy and Haru, Wolf Boy and the bunny, because they have some of the most difficult conversations because you can hear their inner dialogue, Mm -hmm. which I think is like part of the more fascinating parts of the show. You know, you have, there's a lot of consent talk. I was like, man, Wolf Boy is like real self-aware for someone in his teens and like living in this world, which I guess you kind of like have to, because for them, there's also this element of like life and death, mm-hmm. you know, where, uh, and, and then like the accusing, whereas like if he even gets angry at her, everybody around is automatically like, what the fuck is that wolf doing? Like, how dare he have feelings? So he's like, I can't even really like express myself ever. And she's like, oh, but it's okay. And he's like, but not really. Like, it's just, I don't know. That show fucked me up. (laughs) (laughs) I've been a lot of time thinking about it. I was like, man, the show goes deep. And then there's also just like the top layer where it's, just silly animal stuff but then there's so much violence in the show as well which I wasn't expecting for like the first season to be so dark they get into well not human trafficking and like they have a black market animal trafficking you find out like Louis dark past and and I was just like man this is a lot for one season and it's not even that many episodes Yeah. No, it, it was a lot. Um, I think when I saw the meme, I was laughing because like, you know, anybody who gets a hold of anything yeah. in the black community, of course, we're going to roast it before we accept it. Roasted. I was definitely like, Ooh, I'm about to roast the rest of the shit. And then I watched it and I was like, Ooh, like a hard though. Yeah. Like the weird part where like, he's about to have sex with her and like, she's getting all blushy. I'm like, Oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, I was like, stop it right now. When she's talking about like the height difference and then like, I don't even know if we could fit together. I'm like, bitch, if you don't just stop, please stop it. Please stop right now. Yeah, I was getting upset because I'm like, why is it the t- super tall guy and the super like short girl meme here again? Like, I hate this. I hate this so much. Because that's always, that's always like a, a, a dumb like relationship stereotype where it's like, oh, he's so tall. And it's like, she's so short. And it's like, and then, oh no, it's Shaq and Hoops all over again. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and then I also, I wasn't sure if they were like playing, they definitely were playing with like a lot of colorism things too they're like oh like she's pure white or like she's dappled or like the different fur patterns were like a real big thing I was like this is getting to be so much and a lot yeah no I have complicated feelings she can't possibly be with a harlequin rabbit because the two harlequin rabbits had to be together but it was also the same thing with the wolf right the wolf had yeah. a great like the gray wolf girl come into the school and it was like oh, oh so messy. and he goes but i don't want that bitch like <laughs> yes oh my god and then even louis like oh like you're a sexy wolf girl of course you think everybody's gonna like you because you're popular and you move well and then i just didn't like her whole oh like will you practice with me <laughs> instant growth you know? like, this is horrible like this is just all bad she was super duper messy <laughs> oh just so messy and i was like why couldn't you just be a nice wolf girl like why why yeah <laughs> we couldn't have one thing that was just nice like no apparently not <laughs> um, and then 
the eating of the fingers, like, oh. The, oh, the guy yeah, in the black was, market. That was weird, yeah. I don't know where they got that from. That had to have some inspiration. I'm sure it did. I just don't know what they were referencing. Um, I think my favorite character from that, like, seedy side of town has to be the panda doctor. <laughs> Oh, the panda doctor was dope. Oh my god, he's my favorite. And then he goes in the whole show. <laughs> yes, I was like, you saved this show for me, panda doctor. Like, thank you for not being. I'm sure there's gonna be some problematic shit with him later, but it's just first season, and for now, he's just hero bear. Love him. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, do have you? Speaking of animals, have you started watching Tiger King? Oh God! I'm sorry. I have not, but I like the memes are everything. Uh, I feel like I've already watched the show just watching the memes. I feel like I've watched it already. I'm like, yeah, no, this totally, uh, this totally rings true. This is great. Listen, it's about a gay maniac, and then there's also this like Karen who thinks she's like the savior of tigers, but she's a hypocrite. And then there's this fucking, like, Tiger R. Kelly guy. It's it's really spicy. You need to watch it. Not having seen the show. Train wreck. Not having seen the show, this is what I know about the show. (laughs) There's um, a crazy tiger guy who used to be a zookeeper who got into some legal troubles, I'm guessing. Because otherwise, why would you relocate and then start your own, like, tiger garden and then um (laughs) yes a tiger garden uh and then he has two husbands he he has multiple husbands but he's just seducing straight men with meth this is what um i've seen and everybody dresses flamboyantly and has crazy hair is this not the show this is the show it's very close right so i mean anybody in anime they're the ones that you want to pay attention to are the ones with the crazy hair right so in real life if you want to be crazy hair and the shiny shirt you best be paying attention yes you have to pay attention no uh i didn't mean to but i started this show literally at eight o'clock in the morning me and cash were all cuddled up next to each other and i said what a romantic show to watch together this show is really good and i showed it we both watched the first episode he goes Mm-mm, no bad TV, and he went back to sleep. <laughs> oh, yes. But we kept watching the show throughout the whole day, so we didn't stop watching it. Wow. Um, I feel like, uh, so instead of watching that, I've been watching Longmire, which is kind of like the same thing. Wow. Just gripped you. <laughs> oh, I thought, well, you know what? Um, it's one of those things where I'm like, the first few episodes, I wasn't sure. But then I just I just kept watching it and kept watching it and kept watching it. And then I just find uh, like the whole cowboy Indian thing. Like it sometimes the show gets real rough. Sometimes it's like, yeah, no, this is quality TV. It's great. There's six seasons. So like if you have time and you want to watch it, I would say like it's definitely worth watching. It's entertaining. Uh if you can yeah. Mm-hmm. Hang with that style with the sheriffs and whatnot shoot them up bang bang i'll look into it <laughs> i'm like no i've also been watching yu yu haku show Ooh. and that show is a fucking emotional roller coaster yeah arigato gozaimasu oh boy <laughs> <laughs> and they, that show just like fucks you up because like um uh well are we we're definitely not spoiler free but like people that you think aren't 
never gonna die because their main characters die and then they give you like three or four episodes to mourn that person and then bring them back you're like the fuck why would you do this to me over and over again and I never see it coming and it's just uh, like an emotional roller coaster like this is exhausting but it's just so good you can't stop watching so uh yeah no Yu Yu Hakusho is a really good anime like, oh my god probably like the top 20 anime like in the list of top 20 animes I'd recommend to anybody so that's a good show to to like know about yeah, uh, Rameshi just unlocked his, like, yokai form, so. Rameshi! Rameshi! <laughs> Fucking Kurobara, like, can we <laughs> like, live for that dude? He's with his, like, Johnny Bravo hair, or what, was it, like, greaser hair? I don't know. But you know what I mean, where he's, like, the bad boy hair dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just loud, and you're like, bro, you're the weakest scary. one here, and you're the loudest one, and you're constantly getting your ass whooped, and I just, uh. I feel for him. He's such a little crybaby, too. He is. You're my best friend. You're my <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, no, the only anime in my life right now is Kakarot, and it's just so good. It's- <laughs> Obsessed. Oh, you know, actually, what's been really good, though, is while playing Kakarot, like, I've been also watching... Um, Dragon Ball Z abridged in conjunction. So I've been ah. seeing the show, or I've been, I've been playing the video game and then watching abridged. Oh my God. You are like steeped, steeped. Uh, no, the only other thing I've been watching is Fruits Baskets. You know when you like watch, um, rewatch something that you watched when you were in middle school and all of a sudden you start noticing all these things that you did not catch as a middle schooler? Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Fruit Baskets or read Fruit Baskets? Fruit Basket? I read Fruits Basket, yeah. Okay, you read it and you never watched it. Right. Uh, same, like, I had, same, same. I had read it, never watched it. And then I watched it and I was like, I don't remember reading this, but I'm sure it probably was in there. So I was like, the, this, this man is real grown to have um, this young girl in his house. And then he's a writer. And then he writes, like, like erotic fiction on the side of his, like, serious novel. <laughs> and then like uh one of the other grown-ups owns like a sex shop and we're like what is happening i didn't remember any of that uh when i was reading it so yeah that's been giving me life there was a part in fruits basket reading the the manga that i forgot what the the cow character's name was but i at some point at school, like, he was told, he was stopped in school, and they were like, you can't have two different hair colors at school. And he was, this is my natural hair color. And they're like, we don't believe you. Like, you can't dye your hair. He goes, but you don't understand. This is my natural hair color. And like, we'll prove it. And so he takes the person who's challenging him, takes him into a separate room, and then, like, you know, like, some time passed, and then they come out, and he goes, it's his hair color, it's his hair color. So there's an insinuation that he showed his pubic hair. Pubes. Yeah. So he, I think there's an insinuation that he showed his pubic hair to the person who's challenging. Well, the carpet matched the drapes. Yeah, because he was a cow, right? So cow, he was like black and white hair. Yeah. And so he had to prove the same thing downstairs. Lols. Yeah. No, there's a lot of stuff like that. Um, or, or like guessing the animal based on the behavior, and then I was like, okay, like the little bunny boy. When he goes to the school and he hugs her, I'm like, all right, so now you're just going to be naked 
when you transformed back and you left without your clothes. Like, I don't know. There's just a yeah. lot. It's yeah. just a lot. It's a and lot. I'm like, her grandpa, <laughs> was just the whole, like, the first start of the show, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't remember. Like, she lives in a tent because I was like, oh, I just thought her grandpa had died. But then I was like, no, her grandpa went to live with, like, his other family while the house was being renovated and then just let this bitch live in a tent and then let her move out again to live with a bunch of dudes. I was like, bruh, grandpa, you you are failing right now. <laughs> Grandpa's just going to let, his, let his, his granddaughter just get all with the boys. Just get it with all the boys. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Get it with all the boys. I'm like, you haven't even met any of these people. It's yeah. just nuts. <laughs> um, so I think we're going to get to a close. <laughs> yeah. This, this has just been us ranting about what we've been watching. Yeah, it's fine because it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so I want to let people know that I have been working on some projects. Yay. Um, I'm working on a... Um, a video for Seventh Street Big Band right now. Huzzah! Yeah, it's it's just a quick little snippet of like us playing. So like I'm still working through that, and hopefully I can have it out by next weekend. Um, and then there is, um, I've been creating a beat series called Femme et Fatale. Ooh! I have three beats out already. Um, so they're basically um female antagonist beats inspired um so the first one that i made was in tribute to ryoko who at first was an antagonist um but she switched over to being a protagonist in tenshi muyo um and then there is i did a genova beat from final fantasy 7 and i just recently released a unalaska beat from final fantasy 10 so those are all on my instagram on my instagram tv account um, so you'll see all the beats there. Um, as for actually releasing a beat tape, I don't think that's the plan, but we'll see after it gets, if it gets anywhere. I know one person really wanted the Genova beat, so I might be uh, giving that beat to that person very soon. And lastly, uh, DJ Tayuken has a cipher coming out on April 16th. Uh, which is his Dragon Ball GT cipher. Um, and I'm also in that cipher as well. Um, and he'll be releasing his full fledged Taiyu album on May 3rd. Um, so those are some things to keep an eye out for. Um, and then Kylie, do you have anything to share? Um, I have been just working on researching more for um, my cards and burning sage and collecting crystals yeah just real woo 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 i've been working on my knitting uh actually i've been like putting hoods and little gloves together and finishing up all my old projects so i think i'm probably gonna start a page soon to sell those because there's only so many scarves that you need in this world <laughs> i mean i would keep them all if i had the space um so yeah i've been working on that um other than that, I've just been, like, exploring all these live music channels, all these shows that people are putting on. Um, I know my brother puts one on, like, every Sunday. He's been, like, streaming. And, like, it's actually sounding pretty good. So I'm, like, impressed with him. Good job, big bro. So, yeah. <laughs> Jinx. That's it. That's it. 
Um, okay, so just some couple things about like some interviews. Um, if you haven't checked them out already, there's already been some interviews that have been published out this past week. So if, uh, if you want to check out Grayson, um, a very well-known, uh, <laughs> AKA. AKA, AKA, AKA. And then there's Brian Mina Capelli, who is also my roommate that we referenced a bunch of times in this podcast. Hi Brian. Um, he is a avid, uh, knife thrower. He throws knives as a friend. Um, so he's really good at it. Um, I also had a chance to interview Kick Flames and Mons and DJ Tayukin. Um, so please go ahead and check them out on my SoundCloud. Um, you'll find them uh, under Begins Like This in the album Don't Cast and Drive. Um, and then some interviews that are coming up. I just recently interviewed Brian Shu, who is a guitarist in the San Jose area who works for Ubisoft. Um, as kind of like uh, their music transcriber for their video games. And so there will be an interview published with him soon, as well as an interview with my D&D uh, partner, Jennifer Saldana, who also works for um, Escape Rooms. Nice. So, yeah, so check those out. Uh, those will be published hopefully by this Wednesday. Um, as for this episode, will be published on Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. All right. Well, take care of yourselves, guys. Stay safe. Um, Stay at home if you can, if you are well able to help others if you can. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to Don't Cast and Drive. Yes. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.